B. Good evening. Good evening, M. So, I was wondering, have you ever heard of the expression that goes something like this? There is nothing as cold as charity. Heard it. I lived it. You lived it? Yeah. You mean like you, you were cold when giving charity? I'm so cold that I get frostbite from my charity. <laughs> that, that, that does sound like you, though. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, I enjoyed our conversation um, last time so much. I remember that I, and I, that I, you know, went on and on about this situation that I had yep. uh, when I was giving uh, money to this person who was constantly, you know, begging for money in front of my church. I was wondering if you had experiences like that. Um, well, I had many similar experiences and I want to be talking about all of them because um, our time on this earth is limited after all. But, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to make a comment regarding that guy that you, ha- uh, that you gave money to and who later used, uh, who let- later bought a lot of vodka for it. Yeah, uh, there, there is this story about uh, the great Anglican writer, Lewis. Uh, you know, he was uh, walking with a friend and he gave some money to a beggar on the street. So his friend said, don't you know that he's going to, bu- uh, to buy alcohol uh, for that money? And Lewis turned to him and said, well, that's funny. That was what I was going to do with it. <laughs> you know? Okay. And um, I also recall this blog post from a guy who was temporarily uh, homeless and his experience is very telling. Um he said that uh, one of the major issues with be, uh, with homeless uh, homelessness homelessness uh, I I don't know how to say it homelessness is that uh, is boredom and that is something that people generally don't think about but if you think about it uh, let uh, you prac- uh, you have a you practically don't have anything to pass your time you know no TV no books no video games. Uh, people are actively trying to avoid you, except po- uh, probably other homeless or those very few special souls, you know, who go out of their uh, their way to meet you. Uh, and uh, you can't even, you know, walk in a mall or in a, or why not say it, church, because you really smell. You you can't take regular showers and so well, on. from time to time, yeah, yeah. yeah. During 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 the winter, oh yeah, I, I can definitely I can definitely I can I can smell it to be honest. Like, yep. Right right now, which you know I'm I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but yeah. it really is, it really is a problem. I, I I don't really think about the fact that they're bored, but now now that you said it, um, yeah, you know it does make sense. I always thought like, how would they have time to get bored? from you know trying to get money or trying to just trying to survive um but it does make sense you know and in that context he said that is why uh, that guy who wrote that blog post uh he mm-hmm. said that is the primary reason why he started taking drugs it was his primary pastime uh, the sole activity that you can do by yourself um that you can do by yourself uh and uh, that sadly passes your time. So the reason that that guy bought a bottle of vodka with your money, um, 
I can understand him, you know. Uh, personally, uh, I have much, uh, uh, I have greater issues uh, with, uh, you know, organized panhandling, which is a sort of an issue in Belgrade and probably in other places. Um, so that th these street beggars basically form this underground syndicate with God knows who, but people who definitely aren't in, in need of uh, e uh, of uh, alms. And uh, uh, you basically think that these people are, you know, poor, homeless, and perhaps they are. But the way that they're organized is... Uh, uh, is problematic and probably criminal. In all, well, I know that there's like um, quote unquote soldiers, yeah, who are most definitely homeless. Not not only in appearance, mm -hmm. but like really. But I know for a fact that they're being used by somebody. Yeah, and that's a big issue. And in uh, in my opinion, the sole way that you can help those people truly is simply buy them what they need, which is of course. Not always, uh, uh, always possible. Um, by the way, uh, to anyone who's listening to to podcast, if you have any interesting experiences, uh, if you have uh, any interesting anecdotes or wise thoughts, please share them with us because we're l dying to hear them. This is something that uh, uh, personally that. Uh, this subject is something that's been uh, heavily uh, that has been heavy on my heart ever since I have became a Christian, uh, like more than fifteen years ago, and it's still problematic. Uh, there's never, you know, uh, one size fits all solution for this. Um, I want to uh, share uh, one and uh, one one experience of mine, and uh, that is a. Uh, uh, this guy I, I knew from gym. Uh, his father died, and uh, you know he started contact, uh, contact, uh, contacting me over Instagram. By the time we, you know, we really didn't converse much, but you know he started uh, contacting me, and oh, my father died. Uh, I won't receive his pension until uh, the legal proceedings for inheritance are over. Um, and I sort of got uh, this uh, impression that he was trying, you know, to uh, to take the conversation to me, borrow, uh, uh, lending him money. So I suggested, well, why don't you try uh, look the, uh, here or there for, you know, menial work. And he said, well, I tried, I didn't find anything. And I said, okay, fine, I'll try to get you something. And literally after a day, a friend of mine contacts me and she says, uh, B, do you know anyone who, you know, can work at this shop for two days? And I say, I know just the guy. And <laughs> so I contact this guy and I tell him, uh, the working hours are this and that. It's two days. Uh, it is nothing uh, um, It is nothing difficult. You only need to be there, to be present there. Uh, and he's, uh, oh, great, I'll contact her tomorrow. And by the way, uh, this girl needed a worker practically immediately. And I said, well, maybe it's better that you contact her right now. And he said, uh, I'll, uh, I'll do it early in the morning. So the early morning comes. I wake up completely careless. There's that sound uh, of spring, you know, in the cartoons that they usually play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, and uh, as uh, I'm... Uh, 
you know, preparing coffee, and you know, it's twelve, uh, it's one p.m. and and she uh, and my f- uh, friend contacts contacts me and B, did you get that guy? And I said, uh, and I say like, uh, what? He didn't contact you. Oh, wait, wait. I'll get him. I'll get him. So I sent him a message. Call her right now. He responds after half an hour. Uh, oh, I just sent her. Uh, I just sent her a message through WhatsApp. I'm really furious by this moment, by this time, and I t- uh, tell him no. Call her immediately. And as we are, you know, conversing, she sends me a message. Oh, don't bother yourself. I already found someone. Yeah. And I th- I, I told her uh, he sent you a message over what WhatsApp, and she says. Uh, WhatsApp is muted. I didn't hear it, and it cost this guy dearly because he was uh, he wasn't really serious about getting work. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, and I think that the general problem is uh, th- this is something that's difficult to say, but the Disneyfication of poverty. Uh, sadly, we all we all think that poor people. Uh, you know that saying: uh, "Teach a man, uh, give man a fish, and he'll be hungry, and he'll be fed for a day." But teach him to fish, and he won't be hungry. Uh, and uh, yeah, he won't go hungry uh, ever again. Yeah, you fed him for life. Yeah, that is a that is a neat saying, but it assumes that people are willing to learn fishing. You know. Well, honestly, I think it's a Japanese saying. Okay. If you think about it, Japanese people are the the complete opposite of lazy. Oh yeah. So maybe it works there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But you also kind of reminded me of 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 a story of my own. Okay. That is more or less similar. Okay. Right. But this guy was, I don't know, like I I don't know if you expected something like this from from that friend of yours. Um, but the guy I'm I'm talking about right now, it's you could you could kind of expect something like that from him. Okay. But what what strikes me right from your uh, little story there, and strikes me from my own uh, personal experience, is that uh, form of pressure that people whom you know exert, you yeah. know, um, when they're basically asking you for money. Yeah. So I remember this guy, he was like my neighbor uh, when I used to live in, in my old hood. Okay. And um, at some point in time, he, he did all kinds of jobs and all kinds of things. You know, he was quite a hustler. Um, and suddenly he just moved to Latin America, right? I can't remember exactly where. I'm going to go ahead and say Argentina, but I'm not really sure. And I remember he he had a girlfriend there. Um, she got pregnant. Okay. Um, suddenly he was on Facebook, uh, talking to people. I, I, I knew that, you know, I found that out mm-hmm. a bit later, but he contacted me, uh, telling his sad story, you know, how something like her father was not approving of, of them getting married and there's the kid uh, he works nonstop, but but he needs to go back um, with her or something like that. Okay. And he needs money. But I remember that last part of that uh, whole communication with him. Like, something like, you know, 
I'm I'm slowly finding out who is my real friend. Oh uh, yeah. You know, and I remember that pressure I felt and and you you just reminded me of that. You know, when somebody you know contacts you and implies that they want you to give them money. Mm-hmm. Um there is this invisible but very strong pressure. Yeah. And 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 a huge discomfort. Like yes, you feel discomfort when somebody approaches you. You're sitting in a coffee shop, drinking your coffee, yeah. enjoying enjoying in in a fantastic conversation. Or or you know there's there's quote unquote beggars that are very very aggressive and they will interrupt you while while on the phone. They, you know that's not a problem for them, and you will feel uncomfortable. But it's yeah. not remotely comparable. To that feeling when 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 something like that happens with somebody whom you know, um, and you just reminded me of that, and I, it's 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 crazy. Um, I didn't give give him anything, you know, okay. just 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 for the record, because I was I absolutely knew that you know if I give him anything, you know, that's gone, and there is no way his story checks out. Yeah, because I had th- things with him in the past. By the way. Um... I have noticed that uh, sense of urgency is always a symptom of a problem. Um, okay. Uh, when I got uh, uh, when I was employed for the first time, uh, the salary that I was receiving at my first job was, you know, okay, but it was uh, it was sort of insufficient. And uh, this friend of mine told me. Uh, Hey B, I bought this book on this international airport. Uh, it teaches you how to how to freelance, and it mentions these two sites, Odesk and Fiverr. Uh, uh, Odesk has later changed name to Upwork. Uh, by the way, I never saw the book, but I on on that same day I went to these two sites. I made profiles, and I started to freelance simultaneously while. Uh, uh while uh, having uh, the other day job uh the result of this was that uh, my income has significantly improved but also my sleeping schedule has uh, gone to shreds but why, why am i telling you all of this whenever somebody started to complain to me oh i can't find work and i ah yes ah yeah yeah you're you're seeing where this is going absolutely uh, i would instantly go do you know English? Do you know how to draw? Do you know how to make vector files? Uh, do you know how to fill ordinary tables? I, I have the thing just for you. Guys, I have... Uh, I <laughs> If I had shares in uh, in Odesk or Fiverr companies, I wouldn't have proclaimed uh, their business model as I did as an ordinary freelancer. I was literally an evangelist for Odesk and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Fiverr. Uh, and I made this file where I explained everything: how to apply for jobs, how uh, how to get paid. Oh, you went too far. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, out of I don't know twenty, thirty, how however presentations, only one guy got into it because everybody sort of assumed that uh, freelancing is this money tree that you go simply pick uh, bills from the branches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This girl once asked me. Uh, 
B, can you find me jobs, you know, and they'll just do them. And I'm like, uh, but freelancing is like 60% finding a job. Yeah, how uh, about I do it for you? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It's the equivalent. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, doing uh, doing job is sort of easy. Finding one, that that's the issue. And uh, uh, a, a friend of mine that later on went into freelancing, uh, he told me, people don't want to work. They want to complain. Or at the at the very worst, want to wiggle some some back out of you. Well, um, I can confirm that with one hundred percent, coming from a place where I have employed a lot of people, even mm. via before mentioned platforms. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've I've done so many freelance gigs mm-hmm. on my own, probably before you did, yeah. because you know I I would, I'm kind of in in a more um, freelancy and you know freelancy kind of industry um than you are yeah you know your knowledge is you know just sucks i mean it's just not not not, not usable I, I bet you never freelance for you know what your general occupation is right no it's <laughs> just a joke man <laughs> some jokes hurt yeah i know i know this <laughs> this one was not meant to hurt it was just meant it was just a superficial jab but anyways podcast um, is over bye <laughs> do go on <laughs> in any case the, what I need to agree with you completely is uh, I've, I've found out that people are inherently very very lazy and um, there's this saying in our country um, like a person speaking to a bread saying bread lie down so that I can eat you Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's ridiculous when you translate it to English, but but you know the original is so powerful, it's crazy. You, you can you can generate a word out of it and and call people by that word. Oh yeah, and it's just crazy, like lazy bread eaters. Um, and I always remember, um, when I used to, like, preach, you know, Upwork and freelancing. I used to preach that to people who are much more susceptible to work in such an environment um, than you would imagine. You know, people in IT specifically. Oh, yeah. Software engineers, you know, uh, web designers, et cetera. That's like 90% of all freelancing sites. Um, And I I had basically the same success rate as you did. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, no matter how hard I tried or um, what kind of approach I took, I'm, I, I used to be quite a mot- motivational, you know, uh, speaker, I've, I've been told. Yeah. And I still wasn't able to move anybody to actually do something because everybody would be like, exactly what you said. Yeah, sure, but can you find me jobs? Can you put me in a place? And that's, you know, combined with the mentality from our country, for example, yeah. where, you know, everybody's expecting somebody, something to drop from the ceiling, for drop from the sky, just out of the blue, you know, somebody's going to give them something, somebody's going to take care of things for them. You know, it just it just didn't work. Um and I got to got to say I'm I'm also I'm also very very lazy. I just uh I don't know get motivation to do things and I do it. But I think that's that's one of the human flaws. Yeah. One thing that I used for example when I talk to Christian people um I'm not one to quote the Bible. I never were, especially in English language. No. So I'm going to paraphrase or whatever the word is. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's it's from the Apostle mm-hmm. uh, where I think... I know what are you going Saint to say. St. Peter says, you know, something like... St. Paul? 
St. Paul, thank you, um, says something like, yeah, exactly. Says something like, you know, you shouldn't, you know, eat bread and do nothing. Everybody should earn their bread. That's the point. Yeah, right? yeah. He, and, who, uh, he who does not work should not eat bread. Yeah, so B, you're now officially the, the one who quotes the Bible out of out of these two mice in the podcast um, because I can't like I've, I've I don't think I've ever read the Bible in English to be honest like the 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 whole of it right maybe we should so, cut this from the podcast cut it cut it cut it cut it <laughs> go on go on <laughs> <laughs> no I'm I'm not ashamed of it um but you should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but as we're on the on on that topic, I I find it very hard to speak with Protestants. Yeah. Uh, in English. Yeah. Because they they every sentence starts with a Bible quote and ends with a Bible quote in English, and I'm like, hmm, I, uh, I I need to process it every time and compare to quote unquote my version, uh, from 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 my my mind, and it's 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 impossible. So oh, ju- um, uh, I, uh, just invent a Bible quote. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that worked very well. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah, but the point is I speak to Protestants but never about religion. Yeah. It just do- doesn't work. We can talk about we can talk about uh freelancing. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh <laughs> man, man. Oh, oh, man. That will be one of the probably the funniest episodes we'll ever have. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We we can we can we, I I guess we can talk to a Protestant. I love talking to Protestants because they they have this great energy, but I kind of don't don't appreciate their constant need to preach. Um it's kind of unbearable, but let's leave that for another for another podcast. But however we um I don't know if they can teach us anything special as regards to uh, regards to freelancing. Well, why not? How about <laughs> how about a very proficient uh freelancer from Upwork who is by the way also a Protestant? Like most of them. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding. I can't say I know that many Protestants. And by the way that's a very like broad term, Protestant. Oh yeah. It's a very broad term. Um the the the, le- the last I heard was something like denominational Christian. Yeah. Which I think is basically Protestant. Uh, um, you you mean non-denominational? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, whenever I hear non-denominational, it's just Protestant, you know. Yeah, that that's how I kind of figured it. Yeah. Um. But anyways, back back to back to uh the original topic, which which is somewhat you've been burned, I've been burned, right? I actually remember some some fun stories about. Uh, okay. Well, let's say let's call it charity, right? Okay. So, um I did have that quite a strong burn mm-hmm. with that guy whom I gave a lot of money only to find him buying a shitload of alcohol and really really destroying himself. Then I kind of I kind of got to this resolution, I will never more or less never give out money just like that. But I will offer somebody to buy them something, you know, like, are you hungry? I'll buy you something to eat. Are you thirsty? I'll buy you something to drink. Um, so I remember t- two stories I remembered. One is, again, from church. It was this guy who was, it was I- I've been seeing him for like months before that. And it was like very cold. 
And I used to be very fat. When I say very fat, I mean, I at a point, I lost like 30 kilos. Wow. Uh, from that very fat stage, I went into a very skinny stage. And as a result, there, there was some very, very large p- pair of pants that I had. Okay. Like, I remember, like, trying to wear them after losing 30 kilos. And I, no go. I, literally, I literally swam in them, right? Wow. And I remember this guy was, uh, like, next to the church. He was constantly, like, singing, like, Christian songs and all that. He was, like, he was a very funny guy. Okay. And I remember him, like, he was very blunt, you know, very, like, he would, like, approach me. He would, like, grab me by the hand and be like, do you have some clothes for me? And that at that time, I was like, damn, I do have two pairs of pants I could give you. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a bit fat, you know, uh, chunky, if I, if I chunky, can say that. Ch- yeah, sorry. It was you know, a, bit, a bit, you know, wide. And, and he was like, yeah, great. Okay, so can you get them for me now? And I was like, well, can I... Can I bring it to you on next Sunday? <laughs> but he was like, no, 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 no. Come on, come on. You need to give it to me today. And I was like, okay, please wait for me here. I go home. I take the pants, find them after I don't know how, how much time. And I take the pants back. He's not there. <laughs> I wait for him. <laughs> and finally he appears. Well, actually, he doesn't appear. I remember actually finding him somewhere around the church, right? Okay. Because it's it's church and, and there's the marketplace right there and there's a bunch of stores and all that. And he was like, you know, patrolling the streets. And I find him. And like, like honestly, dude, th- these were two great pairs of pants, right? Mm-hmm. Like serious pants. Yeah, for chunky people, but serious freaking pants. Okay. Black, very great, great material. <laughs> and I gave him the pants in a in a in a plastic bag, and he he like, uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> just gets them out of the bag, throws the bag just like that, and he's like looking at them with a with a wide wide smirk on his face, and he's like, dude. You need to get me a belt for this. <laughs> and I was like, like seriously? No, no, no. He like, I can't wear this without a belt. You need to go back home and find me a belt. Well, needless to say, um, <laughs> I found him that belt. <laughs> but you know, the process of me getting that belt, getting back to him, was pretty much the same as as the process of getting the pants. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I did felt good about it. Like you know, I did feel like I had to work. Yeah. For for that you know deed, uh, I'm not gonna judge if it was a good deed or not. Um, but I did have to work hard for it. Um, Earn your salvation. Funny, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, again, I don't think we we can save ourselves. No. I think we we need to be saved. So that's the only thing I'm counting on. Um, but. The second story was I was um, riding my push scooter okay. um, from work. I used to work in the city center, and uh, I th- there's a bridge I had to pass mm-hmm. um, to get back home. So I'm I'm riding my push scooter through a very very busy area, right? Constantly, like people are not not really happy okay. about what I'm doing, and finally, like in like. 
a week after I started going to work uh, by by push scooter, I see like a a very good clearing, right in, yeah. in the middle of a lot of people. And I'm like, finally, I can ride this thing through the city center. It's right? a tra- it's a trap. It was a trap. But but look 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 how it played out. Like I I I rush. Uh, and it was it was it was downhill by the way mm-hmm. to to add to it so it was it was the perfect moment for a push scooter right uh like all my spider senses were tingling and i rush and i see this guy like literally waving his hand stopping me like you know like mm-hmm. imagine how a police police person yeah yeah me, yeah, right? yeah like so, like stop hey hey you hey stop and i i was like you know you know break like yes and he was like, you know, can you give me some money? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why? There's so many people around, so many people standing there. And you stop me on a push scooter, riding it downhill through a very, very good path for me, a push scooter owner. But the Lord elected a better path for you. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, well, I can't give you money. I, I don't do that anymore. Well, Lord, that and went nowhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he was like, okay, but buy me buy me a burger. And I was like, okay, where do you buy your burgers? And right there across the street. Okay, let's go across the street. Buy the guy a burger. He was very, very demanding on which particular burger he wants. Uh, which, yeah, yeah. You know, what kind of... Uh, uh, add-ons yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i may call it but you know and then um 15 minutes later um i you know keep uh going back home through a very crowded street um without any hint of a clearing with a little thundercloud over your head yeah well th- that could have been the case fortunately it was you know the weather was was kind no i mean like in but- comics when people are annoyed <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean that kind of a well? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I was super annoyed when he stopped me. Yeah, and I and I learned why he stopped me because it was just crazy. Why? Why me? Why no? But and I was I was kind of annoyed when he was like very very picky about yeah. what he wants to eat. Like I bought him the the premium freaking burger, man. How dare how dares he? Uh, yeah, come He could he could have. Taking the, the the you know the ordinary burger, um, and later on from a priest you learn that this man was found in front of the church covered with burgers, and yet <laughs> then you decided never to buy burgers for beggars ever. No, I just decided never to buy um, uh, burek for little uh, Romani, you know, gypsy. Ah, uh, yeah. Like uh, I'm sorry if I hijacked. The, the the topic but dude i just remembered um i used to have breakfast at this uh like bakery thingy. okay and this this little gypsy comes in like give me money man you need to give me money i was like i'm not giving money anymore you know i i repeat my uh, uh previous uh sentence and he's like okay you buy me something to eat and i'm like what do you want he's like i want burek with meat and chocolate milk <laughs> and, and and it was the middle of the great lent and I was eating like a, a like an integral little uh, nothing, nothing, you know, <laughs> literally. And, I, and I'm like, oh, okay. 
and I'm buying it. How dares he not to fast? How dares he? No, but it's it's just freaking unfair. Yeah. And like the the, <laughs> the lady, the lady from the bakery is like, like, like she's taking my money. Yeah. And while she's taking my money, she's like, just so you know, that's his fifth <laughs> today. Oh wow. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's a very skinny boy, you know. And I saw him like while I was eating my little nothing. Yeah. He was devouring that that burek, dude. Fifth burek. I I can't eat one. <laughs> well, that's my job. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, by the way, this reminded me uh, this uh, a chunky. <laughs> yeah. Sorry? Uh, uh I had uh, this experience in a bakery. Uh, this uh doesn't have anything to do with charity, but uh, how the Lord has saved me. Um I have just got some money from ATM. And instead of putting it uh, in a wallet, uh, I put it in my pocket. So I enter this bakery and uh, I get Burek. It, uh, it wasn't land. So the, the girl at the counter, you know, it's uh, 200 dinners. I open my wallet and there are two bills in it, you know, 210. So I give her the 200. She gives me the Burek. And I'm eating it in peace when this guy... This tall, muscly, tattooed guy enters the bakery and he goes straight at me. He didn't go towards the counter. And he says, hey man, I was just released from the prison. Uh, the landlord has changed all the locks. I'm about to kill somebody and I'm going to kill him good. So uh, I, okay. I, I want you to give me some money so I could, you know, uh, go through this. Please, I'm on the edge. I, I'm about to murder somebody. <laughs> and I... I'm taking uh, the uh, the wallet from my pocket, and yeah. I feel the all the 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 bundle of bills uh, <laughs> that's next to it, and they pull out the wallet, and oh, I'm sorry, I only have, and they open the entire wallet, and it's just ten dinners, which is like less than ten cents. Oh, this is all I have. <laughs> so the Lord saved me. <laughs> yeah, I I actually. I love every bit of that story, man. Like, <laughs> but 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 the guy with the story. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Um, you, you know, you know those be those guys who are like, um, they would stop you on the street and be like, "Hey, I uh, you know I spent all my gas in my car. Oh man! No. So can you like give me some money so they can just you know my car is like right there, right there, you know behind the corner. Yeah, I'm I'm going that way. Am I gonna see your car? Goodbye. <laughs> Remember what he said, guys. Sense of urgency is a symptom of a lie. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down on a, on a post-it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, this reminded me of a story. Uh, a sim, a similar, you know, panhandler approached me like, "Oh, I need only two hundred dinners for gas, uh, or the meter has ran out. I don't have money to pay." Blah blah. blah. Uh, so. I open the wallet and, you know, he sees the bills in it. And as I'm giving 200, uh, now his story was, I only need 200. And as I'm giving him the 200, he says, can you get a 500? Yeah, and they simply returned the bill to the wallet and goodbye. And uh, I had a similar experience. Uh, I was going to work and I was, you know, a bit, a bit late, like five or 10 minutes, you know, nothing too much. And this old guy approaches me and he says, Oh, I need. Um, uh, I was sent to this pharmacy in this street that's relatively close to, you know, where we where we were at that moment. 
uh, I need it for my child, he's very sick from this phantom non-existent disease, assuming that the child is existent, so please can you help me, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, how much does the medicine cost, and he says, I know, thousand dinner, which, uh, you know, is quite a lot of money that you wouldn't give to a random stranger on the street, but if you have money on yourself, you might buy it if you're assured that it's genuine, so... I tell him, oh, great, let's go to the pharmacy then. And he gets immediately confused yeah. and and goes like, no, no, the pharmacy isn't there. The doctor is there. The pharmacy is across the town. And like, right. <laughs> do, you know what, yeah. do you know what's about to get across town? Me. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> well, okay, okay. L- let, me t- let me say just one thing. Yeah. Um, to anybody listening. Look, if a lady with a baby approaches you to buy her diapers, please buy her diapers. Like, I can't even imagine uh, being homeless or, you know, there's like in Serbia, for example, the gypsy people, as we call them gypsies, they're they're Romani people. A lot of them live on the street, right? Or in like handmade uh, cities or shacks or something like that. Slums. Yeah, slums, exactly. And the thing is, they have a lot of children. Um, You can imagine why. I'm not going to go there, but the point is they have a lot of kids. And um, some some use their kids for for bad things, like they they, they burn their skin and then have them beg and stuff like that. But I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about when, when when you're approached with it with a with a lady with a baby and she's asking you for diapers. Please, please, please buy her diapers. Just imagine like if 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 you have kids, you know you know how much they poop and 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 it's crazy. And diapers are expensive like they they're crazy, man. It's like they're they, I don't know what are they made of gold. I I I don't know. I mean, you're the father. So man, I I can't even tell you. Uh how much I've spent on on diapers with two with two children uh, in the past couple of years, but I'll but I'll tell you this: um, the most popular diaper yeah. in Serbia and probably in other places as well is Pampers, yeah. right? And on a kids' TV channel, mm-hmm. there's a commercial for Pampers, which starts like this. Pampers is the best diaper. Like a, a, a like a mother is, you know, talking about the diaper. Mm-hmm. Pampers is the best diaper. And uh, you know, about the price, well today everything is expensive. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, man. Like, and 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 like done, done. Not like done. It's all justified. You know, everything is expensive today. So, you know, the price hmm, shrugs her shoulders and continues talking about how other diapers have disappointed her or something, you know, and she's always, you know, going back to Pampers. But anyways, uh, please, please, if you, if somebody's asking you for diapers, trust me, they need the diaper. Honestly, uh, this commercial that you have mentioned, this stops the worst commercial that I have ever heard, uh, which uh, which was literally two-word commercial on a radio. Uh, in English, it will be, uh, it will be uh, four words. A bank loan. Congratulations. 
<laughs> can you imagine <laughs> like oh i can these are the worst i mean i'm not used to you know watching tv for yeah. like years now you know internet is so much more yeah you know versatile in content and it's on demand yeah um but yeah definitely definitely d- 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 we could discuss this another time yeah uh, I th- I've, I've i've seen a lot of funny commercials uh, in my day, but but um, back to the original topic. One thing that I wanted to uh, add, mm-hmm. I think the best the best thing as a Christian that we can do for people who need who are in need is basically to pray. Yeah, honestly, I've heard like a lot of Christians saying like you know when somebody's very ill yeah or somebody's in a very bad situation in life and i've used to, i used to hear this comment and i used to use that comment myself something like well all we could do now is pray you know like we have exhausted all the all you know other secular options and now all that is left is praying but actually the truth of it is that's the best possible thing ever. And and you were supposed to be doing it anyway. Anyway, like, exactly. Uh, prayer is not the last resort. Prayer is the first, middle, last, and post-last resort. It, well, at least for a Christian. I of remember course. my colleague. I remember my colleague uh, when we used to like praise God for good things that would that would happen yeah. <laughs> in in our in our business and he would be always like have have this comment like yeah but that there's also our hard work and <laughs> you know the fact that we are very committed and passionate <laughs> it was just <laughs> well uh, well that's a good that's a good thing it does not exclude that so you know when you thank God you thank God for everything that you know that these people are hard working that they're talented yeah you exactly. know so uh, it's not at the expense of these people I mean it is a, well, it, of course of course it, but you know it's just like a, the comment is like no, no, you know, great, in, your, in your face kind of but yeah um B I, I I appreciate the stories man it was it was it was a great conversation I hope we can continue um down this path of course but um i think we should leave something for the next episode would would you agree oh there will be a next episode well i hope so uh, okay. if you're up for it uh let me check my schedule obsessive compulsive obsessive comp- okay can, can you re- can you please remind people to like give us monies and share and say, oh did, did, did i did i did i get that wrong should they should they should subscribe share no guys seriously um if you like the podcast you know share it that's that's how other people will learn about it and um you know we might we might actually continue working on it uh what i generally suggest people in this situation is to hack their church sound system during the sunday service so that people can you know listen to the podcast while the priest or pastor or uh, vicar is uh, getting crazy or what is happening and trying to fix it you know so just you know to spread the uh, to spread the word a little bit yeah i think that's a good hack but fyi if if your church doesn't have uh, a, a sound system you know you, you know you you have a cell phone like you know yeah you you can manage but yeah if they don't have a sound system there's no salvation for you <laughs> yeah but also why why the church why not something else? Like why not a mall or something like that? Well, yeah. If you can, if you can hack things and play our podcast, like please do not hesitate. 
Do you think that we will end up in jail because of this? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But, you know, wh- whose jail is it going to be? Where? Uh Oh, yeah, right. Well, only one thing we can do now is pray. Yeah, that's, that's our ra- last resort. I finished the prayer. Amen. 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 Amen.